Welcome to Onward, the show where we explore emerging social innovations and chat with social innovators. I'm your host, Daniel Weinsberg. The economy is rapidly evolving. We've had the highest highs, unprecedented volatility, and then layer that with workforce trends of more and more diverse, globally distributed teams, interconnected and dependent central banking systems. And this is making all of us vulnerable to the ebbs and flows of economic winds, worries, and wonders. In this new economy, workers are more mobile, transitory, have more options, and thus incur more risk than recent decades have provided. So we need new tools to support the workers, consultants, freelancers, distributed teams, servicers, and vendors who make the important work we do possible. Luckily, a new subset of entrepreneurs are focused on solving the problems related to supporting the emerging workforce and helping them operate in alignment with the realities of modern life and modern business. Today, I have the pleasure of speaking to Paul of Sablier. That's a French word. Sorry for butchering it. Sablier, we will learn in this episode what it means. And uh, Paul is the creator of this protocol that makes possible real-time payments. What I mean by real-time payments is, I mean, Sablier is making it possible for you to get paid for each interval of work that you perform. No more waiting around for the 1st and the 15th of the month. If you worked two hours today for your client, your employer, well, now you have two hours worth of payment in your wallet. Sablier is the latest DeFi, again, that's decentralized finance service, currently being used around the world, and it's being implemented for the purposes of creating a more just, sane, and sustainable economy. I think that's something we can all get behind. So without further ado, I bring to you Paul of Sablier. Paul, thank you so much for joining us today. Before we jump into the awesome application that you're creating, I want us to start a little bigger picture. So can you tell us just quickly, what is DeFi and why you're passionate about this space? Thank you for having me, Daniel. Um, DeFi is, stands for decentralized finance, and it's a movement in, in Ethereum where um, people can build unstoppable um, international censorship-free applications. Um, and um, I'm pretty excited about it because um, it is a very um, Darwinian movement where there are many things that are not yet known and people are building them, you know, um, almost overnight. And that is very exciting. And so how did you come to this space? Were you in finance before? Do you used to work at a bank and realize there's a better way to go about it? Uh, no, it was, I was actually in startups. I was like doing tech and like iOS on development and various startups around, around like around mobile apps. But, um, when I, when I realized I was at a Starbucks and I realized that I can code my own, um, basically bank, like bank backend in a smart contract, um, from Starbucks. I mean, that, that is just mind blowingly cool for, for a developer. And, um, I was hooked and I never looked back and that was like three years ago. So yeah, smart contracts is what got me in. I was not in the banking world. I just think that smart contracts are still massively underrated today. 
Okay. And so what is this smart contract protocol that you've created that uh, is going by the name of Sablier? Um, yeah, so to take a step back, smart contracts are like a general piece of technology that are, you know, permissionless scripts that you can run on Ethereum and they do whatever you tell them to do and nobody can modify their um, behavior. What we do is just like one, one set of smart contracts um, that run on the Ethereum blockchain and Sublier enables what, I, what we call money streaming. Um, and money streaming is really of like a fancy terminology for payments by the second. Um, that is imagine, you know, what if your employer could stream you money in real time for your work? Or what if you could start a subscription for, for a software service with, with what we call a stream? That is, you know, you pay them by the second and they give you access to the product or, you know, their service by the second. And you can cancel at any point in time. Um, and that's what we do. We are a protocol. Uh, we are a very general purpose, but I listed two applications before. So you can apply it for whatever uh, scenario where, um, you know, you can do by the second things in one way and by the second things in the other one. Uh, yeah. So this could really change how, for example, we're, we're using this service right now to have this conversation Zoom, <laughs> and I'm paying <clears throat> one annual fee, but I could pay per second and that could be the subscription model. And that's a lot fair probably for both parties and there's a transparency and i'm only paying for what i'm using even though i'm subscribed to the service yeah uh, that's that's one application uh it depends on the application and its specific economics whether that makes sense but right. uh, if you look at things like consultancy where people are already doing this just um you know in in some way or another people are doing legal advice online and so on and so forth well uh, you have a risk that you will not be paid or you, you also have the risk that you will pay upfront and they will not give you their, you know, their consultancy uh, mm -hmm. support. So with a stream, you basically solve the problem by only paying for what, for what you get. Yeah. And so at, at this point in your organization's kind of development evolution, if you will. Um, who are you focused on as the, the target user? We started with, with freelancing and like this gig economy where um, people are using various tokens like DAI um, that represent the value of $1 on the Ethereum blockchain. Um, and this is a nice application because there's also um, like another movement within Ethereum called DAOs, so decentralized autonomous organizations. And, you know, when you have like this um, international environment where you're not abiding by the laws of any, you know, jurisdiction, a stream can align people within a DAO. So if, if I stream you money and you work for the DAO, well, yeah, you, you don't have, you know, uh, paid sick leave, but you have you have a stream and you know that every second that money goes to your account. So, and, and likewise, um, if you are the stream creator, you know, the DAO organization, um, you can cancel the stream if you notice that the employee or the, the freelancer, you know, stops working or they misbehave or whatever. Mm -hmm. So it is an experiment that we do. And we've seen, um, we have a fair number of, of, uh, we have a fair volume of, of tokens being transferred uh, through our smart contract. And this is what we've seen that works best for now, yeah. 
And so the streams are all payable in ERC-20s at this point? Yes. So the protocol only works with um, ERC-20 tokens like DAI, USDC, um, and so on, so on. So what sort of challenges are you running into when it comes to trying to change this paradigm from payments on, in the States, we get paid on the 1st and the 15th. I'm a consultant yeah. and that's how it works. Yeah. But to, to real time, what, what sort of challenges are you noticing either on the end user side or on the employer side? Uh, I mean, there's obviously the, the legal um, bottleneck here. So if, if you are like, like a big corporation, it might be hard for you to adopt what we do. Um, but we're confident that, you know, the world will keep moving from this uh, like paid alone environment where people live pay like paycheck to paycheck to a more fair um, approach payroll where uh, maybe not by the second because this is like our extreme approach, but maybe yeah. daily, daily payouts, hourly payouts for people that really need that. Um, so I acknowledge that that is like a bottleneck for now, but I'm confident that that, that, that things will, will, will change for the better, um, you know, in, in the long term. In the short term, what, what we're working on is to lower the, to, to like make the UX of, of Subject better. That is, um, as a V1, streams are like independent objects, basically. So if, if you have five streams, you would have to manually withdraw the money from each stream to your wallet. Um, and this has been, um, the UX for this can be better and users have requested like a lot of new things that we can add and we, we are working on them as we speak. Um, and I don't want to give many spoilers, but we will launch V2 later this year and we will um, enable tokenized streams where you can have um, aggregated values. So you don't have to track 10 different streams. You, you will have like only one token that represents your uh, net incoming stream and net outgoing streams. Yeah. Okay, that makes sense. So in five years from now, if you keep it this click, what do you see as the impact of you and the, is Sabia a DAO at this point? Uh, we are a centralized company, uh, okay. but we decided to, like, to start like this. Um, um, things well, this is an open source protocol. Um, everything that we do, so our, our smart contracts are open sourced on, on GitHub, so you can check them out. Um, and the impact, well, I really view what we do as like a new trust binding mechanism. Um, so if you look at all this like notary um, industry, legal industry, um, they, they're in the business of ensuring that all the clauses in a contract, you know, will be expected. And if not, you have to pay a penalty. My my hunch here with what we do is that there are some specific cases where streaming um, basically makes it possible to not have to use a third party lawyer or like a, or like a third party notary. Um, and I, I can give you like a basic example, um, which is inheritance, right? This is like a very non-crypto use case, right? Like, I mean, inheritance is is probably... Uh, within the law, um, you know, you have to abide by some laws and, and, and so on and so forth. But what if you could just use a stream um, where you don't have to, um, you know, 
go through through like 10, uh, 10 different notaries. You can just have a stream that uh, trickles down the money to your to your kids on a per second basis. And what you do here is that you rate limit, you know, how much they can spend in a trustless fashion because nobody can cancel the stream after you die. Therefore, you oh, uh, it, yeah. it isn't like an elegant way in which you can rate limit how much um, they can access, like how much of, of your wealth they can access um, in <clears throat> like a trustless way. So it is, uh, yeah. And so what, what's keeping you up about the current state of payroll and payment processing right now? Um, by keeping me keeping me up, you mean petition or like a, the, there's a problem with payroll, and you and your colleagues are out to fix it. But there's some some little corner of it that is like, hmm, how do we how do we tackle that? How do we get past that challenge, that barrier? Um, well, I think it has to do with with it is like a brutal truth, but even if I, I uh, what I said before with there are something that streaming can do better than 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 the law and and the notaries, I do acknowledge that there's a huge amount of things that the law and the government does well. Uh -huh. um, so I'm trying to be like very um, you know like party neutral here. Um, I I think there you know there are things that are, are being done well um, by the law. So. Um, What's keeping me up, not just about software, but about a whole DeFi movement, is that we need more um, regulatory clarity, right? So we need more confidence that entrepreneurs can build DeFi companies, yeah. um, and you know, like have a clear way in which you can go from like an ERC twenty token, and you can pay your taxes maybe in that. Um, you know, I know it's like a boring argument, like it's it, um, like a boring question of you know. Um, how do we do accounting in, in crypto? But those things are like really slowing things down because um, it's very hard to work, you know, as a crypto company, it's very hard to work with, with non-crypto companies and there's also the confidence problem. So that's what, what is keeping me up. Um, and specifically in this like COVID-19 environment, I'm, uh, it is a bit sad, but I guess crypto will be postponed. Or, I mean, there's also the, like, the, the, the bullish argument that COVID will, will like, accelerate the growth. We can't know, but that's yeah. what, what is keeping me up. Okay, so let's say I want to start using uh, Sable. And why is it yeah. called Sable? Where, where does that name come from? Um, it is actually like a French word that, that stands for uh, hourglass, time, like measuring time. Interesting, yes. Um, and it actually stems from, I, I do want to give a shout out to um, Nick Sabo's article called like an actual essay called uh, a measure of sacrifice um which has inspired me a lot because it it goes from um the history of money how money used to be collectibles and whatnot and then it explains how the hourglass and uh the the church bells enable like this capitalist environment where you can have where we can have um, employees and whatnot, um, because before the hourglass, like these modern systems that we have to track time, there was it was not possible to have wage hours, right? I mean, how did you track time? Right. Uh, so the, the 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 story behind what we do is that like Sablier is the modern equivalent on the blockchain for the hourglass. 
Okay. I love it. Thank you for explaining <laughs> that. So um, I'm a consultant. Let's say I want to use a product like yours. How do I go about setting it up? Where do I access it? How do I get some of my clients onboarded? Uh, so you as a consultant or as a recipient in this case, you don't have to do anything other than having an Ethereum wallet and you know easily communicating that on your website, on your email um, signature, or you know even in, in private conversations. So just share your, your Ethereum address or ENS name um, you know, to whoever um, you want them to pay you. And they only have to go through um, like a four-step form on our website at pay.sublira.finance. And if they have the tokens, they can set up a stream in like less than one minute. Um, so basically they have to put in the amount on uh, the recipient, um, who is you in, in, in this case, the amount, and they have to select like a streaming duration. And this is our like new thing. Um, what we said is that because like streams are, are paid by the second, all the money that is deposited will be sitting in our contracts, but it's not escrow um, because the money actually gets allocated or like streamed every second towards you. Um, so that is how it works. And it's really like a, like a very easy process. As I said, it's less than one minute if you have the tokens. And so I know that a lot of folks are finding you on uh, dap.ps, dapps, which is uh, the status platform. Why, why is status a good place to host your product, your protocol? Status, status is an amazing wallet and uh, one of the few, if not the only fully decentralized wallet out there. Um, it looks awesome. Um, the dapps explorer is, also looks awesome. Um, and you know, just, it is like a very good way in which you can track your streams. It's on our phone, it's handy. Um, and we recommend using status as the recipient um, because you can like track all, all, all of your streams um, on, on, your, on your phone too. So yeah, top-notch design and top-notch team and you know, uh, a very like, healthy ethos toward decentralization. Yeah. And so at this point, I know a lot of my listeners aren't as crypto savvy, maybe not even as tech savvy um, as a lot of folks in the space. But what do you think that the average person who owns no Ethereum, no Bitcoin, doesn't have a wallet yet, what can they do begin to benefit and participate in Web3 technologies? Very generally, I, I think it's about just building good products and solving solutions, just uh, the old, um, the the good old real uh, in, in the startup world. Um, but you also have to think about this as like a, um, like a product developer here. And what we do is we, we work with Ramp Network, which is this um, on-ramp solution that gives you like this widget that you can plug into your DAP. And um, for now, if you go to, to uh, pay that software that finance, and you only have pounds sterling and euros, uh, and you want to stream that money right away, we give you a widget where you can plug in your bank account using like this uh, open banking API. Um, and you know, in, in less than five minutes, you can get your money in DAI on the other end with no KYC, up to a limit. And I think this is like a, ma like a major improvement um, you know, to give your users the ability to go in the same UI with no, you know, 
uh, redirect to Coinbase and then come back after uh, your KYC is done. No, it's just like one widget. You can you know top it up with. I think the limit is like one thousand pounds right now, which is not a lot, but it's it's enough to just try and like. Taste. It's a great place to start. It is exactly, and I think this is one of the best approaches that I've seen about uh, like on ramp solutions. Mm-hmm. Um, but I guess you know, in general, it's about like building good products. Yeah, it's good to hear you say that. There's a lot of great visionaries in the space, but some of the brass tacks, business prowess is build great products, solve real solutions. So for those interested in, in learning more about you, your team, and the work that you're doing, where should they go? Where should they tune in? Um, find us on Twitter. We are very active there, um, and we love Twitter ourselves as, as users. Um, we are at savior.hq um, on, on Twitter, and same username on, 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 on Discord and Telegram. Um, also on on LinkedIn and um, I think that's it as like social media. I'm Paul R Berg. That's uh, P A U L R B E R G on on Twitter, and just give us a shout um, if you want to learn more about money streaming and you know how um, how you can use our smart contracts and like products. Okay, and a question just came to me. I'm as I've been sitting here combing through different uh, DeFi protocols, I realized. There's very few that are focused on what I might consider like an HR function, payroll. <laughs> yeah. Are, 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 there, are there others in the space that you're excited about or are you kind of carving out a, a niche for yourselves? Um, that is a good question. And although they're not specifically HR, um, I do like to give a shout out to Gitcoin because they're doing um, like non-lending, like non-banking stuff which is very very cool and provides value to to um you know everyone that that is using their service so gitcoin is like this um primarily like like um the way i view it is like a bounty platform where you can find bounties to work on as a developer so if someone Mm -hmm. funds you know like an uh, you go to like an open source project and somebody wants to build like a new feature well, how do you incentivize people to work on that feature if it's open source? Like if, well, uh, some companies actually derive value from using that software. So they have an incentive to build that feature. So they make this matchmaking between companies that derive value and developers that want to make an extra buck. Um, and they, they use Ethereum smart contracts. And I think that is a very good application because, uh, you know, the escrow is transparent. It's in, it's, it's in a contract. Um, you see how much money you get up front, you see how much you pay them. In fact, I think it's like, it used to be free now, like 10%, which is way better than other, uh, like financing services. Um, so yeah, I, I do want to give a shout out to them, but yes, in general, um, there has been a reluctance towards HR services because of the laws. Um, but what we did differently, um, and it worked better than most other projects is that we, you know, we really like approached it from, from a new perspective, like from a new angle. Uh, money streaming couldn't be done before. If you only had access to your bank account as a user, you couldn't magically, you know, start making payments by the second because I, I would assume they would, they would, you know, interrupt your account because you, you 
went over some limit. Uh, anyways, so you can't really do money streaming on in in the banking system because their their core infrastructure is not built like that. So um, we are running a big experiment to see whether money streaming can make HR different in in in, in Ethereum. It's brilliant. It is so needed. And before I let you go, get back to your important work, Paul. Any last words or calls to action? Uh, for sure. Just go to pay.subware.finance, um, top up your ARC20 balance, and start streaming money for whatever uh, reason you want to. And you know, just come on Twitter again. We are at HQ and uh, we will love to hear from you. And yeah, I guess thank you for having me. The path to a more just economy is being built as we speak, and the time couldn't be riper. I'm excited to be sharing with you stories like Paul's, like Sablier's, and more stories and examples of the innovations from the front lines of the decentralized finance evolution. Sablier is just one exciting example that's being made possible by these distributed applications, also known as dApps. You can begin using tools like Sablier in your workforce as a consultant or whatever context you're in simply by going to the App Store, downloading a status wallet, and beginning to play around with some of the incredible tools that folks are using on this platform. As we continue to go down the road of exploring decentralized financial dApps, services, protocols, tools, whatever you want to call them, I really encourage you to test some of these tools out. I'm highlighting just a handful, and for each one I highlight, there's many more that serve maybe a similar function, maybe a related function, or maybe it's a function that is much more germane to something you got to get done regarding your, your finances or how you interact with the centralized institutions that you've been relying on up until now. A new world is being built, and it's time to begin participating in it, learning about it, testing it, so we can all begin building better systems, supporting better tools, and creating a more sane, fair, and sustainable tomorrow. Thanks for tuning in to the Onward podcast. It's your support, it's your feedback, it's your comments, it's your suggestions that are really driving this show forth. So if you've got any comments, feedback, questions, suggestions, connections, you name it, feel free to get at me at dweinzveg at gmail.com. You can also find me on Twitter at Daniel Weinsveg, spelled the same way. If you're enjoying the show, give it a like on whatever podcast platform you're listening to. Make a comment, share it with somebody you think could be inspired, turned on, informed by the conversations we have here. A little social engagement on this weird technology mainframe goes a long way. Before I go, I'd like to give a big shout out to my dear friend, Jay Lately. Jay Lately's music is the soundtrack to the Onward podcast. So if you dig the tunes that's behind the music, the the intros, the transitions, that's all Jay Lately. Check him out on Spotify. He's been doing this work, following his heart, inspiring folks with his poetry, his words, and his passion for over 10 years. So once again, thank you so much for tuning in. And as always, onward and upward. <laughs>